our lovely listener if you uh, caught our little advert mini pod last week you would have heard mention of uh, a particular red beer which uh, Andy compared to uh, vinegar he's still drinking it his face is still turning at every gulp I would, su- I would suggest that we need to pray for him but maybe he just needs to stop drinking it Hello, welcome to the Messy Pew podcast, the uh, podcast where two guys called Andy basically talk about the Bible, church, beer, it seems, life, parenthood, whatever comes up, basically. (sighs) How's things, Andy? You all right? Yeah, 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 I'm all right. Um, Gross beer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to have a drink of water to get rid of the taste of that. Probably very wise. Get that vinegar yeah. out of your mouth. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Anyway, Andy, I'm afraid I've got a bit of a confession for you. Okay, go on. So last time we were talking about the Bible and reading the Bible and... Yeah, I kind of feel like... Everything it, to do with that. Yeah, I kind of feel like it all kind of focused on my Bible reading habits <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, Is yeah, you see, that's, that's, where that? the, that's where the uh, confession comes in. And it's just that I want to say, uh, well, if I tell you a little bit about me first. So, okay. And a large-ish number of years ago, I <laughs> not giving too much away there. <laughs> uh, yeah, a large-ish number of years ago, I went to Bible college. It's more than two. Um, and then at the same time, I was employed as a youth pastor in a church. Okay. And since then, I've been involved in various forms of church leadery kind of roles so i have been a worship leader mm-hmm. i have been a, a speaker in church mm-hmm. i've been on the board of trustees of a church yeah i remember but, that was very sensible i, I wasn't a very sensible trustee on the board <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but anyway what i was going to say is that Despite having done all of that, I'm still not sure that I've actually read the whole Bible. Terrible. I just wait for people to recover themselves after that revelation. So you're trying to say there's whole pages of the Bible you've not read? Whole chapters? Well, in all honesty, I think I've looked at every page of the Bible I just don't think I've really read everything. Is that you've been flipping through them, kind of numbers like Johnny Five style, kind of speed reading the whole thing, or because you just kind of I like. I think that reference is a bit before my time. Anyway, yeah. thank you for for sharing your your lack of Bible information. I probably know quite a lot about the Bible. <laughs> but do you, so, do you ever so, get that? So do you feel like you know a lot about the Bible, even though you've not, you know, properly read it? Well, I think I have read it at least as well as most Christians. 
Excellent. Can you honestly say that you've, when you've you've read the Bible, you've taken in every word that it says? Every word. <laughs> test um, me. Yes. Test me now. <laughs> ask, ask me what the first word is of Luke chapter two. Have you got Luke chapter two open in front of you, Andy? Anyway, so Andy, you were saying you had a game that you wanted to play with us live on the podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's quite simple. I think I think you'll like it. Um, so I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you some questions, and you just have to to answer them. Okay, I. That's pretty much it. I can do that. A little bit. Okay, go on. How are you? I'm, well, sorry. I'm, I'm how th- brave are you? I'm brave enough to do this game on whilst recording what do you want to have a go at the game or no do you want me no, to carry on no, no? Yeah, keep, it's all right keep going okay so okay well, anyway how, how are you confused sorry they... how tired are you mildly i guess but you know it's that's life, isn't it? Are we there to be tired? And that's true. Yeah, yeah. Especially as a parent. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, how how are you? <laughs> Still very confused. Sorry, how good are you? <laughs> how good am I? <laughs> you have to at my job. You'd have to. Talk to my manager about that. Just how good are you? Oh, uh, no, I, I am awesome. I'm awesomely good. <laughs> and one day, and one day, my boss will stumble over this and not tell me until the most precious moment for him to, you know, talk about it in front of a crowd of people. Fair enough. So, anyway, um, Andy, how how are you? I'm getting worried Sorry, about our listeners. How scared are you? I'm scared. Right. I'm scared that no one's listening right now. But I'll try and edit some out. It's it's fine. It's fine. We've got a longer editing time. You don't need to edit it out. But the only thing that's important okay, is that we make scared. each other laugh. Scared. Okay. <laughs> So on that note, let's talk scary Bible stories, shall we? Well, what's yeah, how, so how scared are you of the Bible? That's a good question, isn't it? Ooh. I kind of got this uh, image in my head of um, it, wanting to put the Bible in the freezer. But that, that could just be the, the, the obvious book friends reference that I can think of. yeah yeah it's like the um the joke that goes around on social media about um someone's mother-in-law reading the shining and getting so scared they throw it in the sea so then they go and buy another copy soak it under the tap and then stick it in their bedside table <laughs> i'm not that scared of the bible that i want <laughs> to go out and throw it in the sea just to put it out there so I guess when we say scary Bible stories, we kind of mean the ones that make you t- kind of turn around and go, wait, what? Isn't that most of them? 
no, no, no. I'm I'm perfectly down with Jesus turning the water into wine. Thank you very much. I would. Wouldn't you be kind of scared though? If someone literally turned water into wine in front of you. I would be okay with it. Wouldn't you? I'm more scared that you wouldn't be. Would I don't know if, if some someone turned up at a wedding you were at and said, "Here, have this wine that I made out of water." Would you really drink it? I would probably be like, "Yeah, whatever, Jesus," and drink that wine. Yeah. Wait, hang on a second. So, Am I meant to be responsible for a nine-year-old in this story or not? Um, are you ever not responsible for a nine-year-old? Do you mean have you like got, got her with you at that point? Oh crikey! So Zoom just flagged up and asked me if I'm playing music at that little sound I just made. That's random. <laughs> Apparently that was tuneful. I would. Uh, I would don't uh, get flagged up notice. by any sort of um, copyright infringements or anything. <laughs> um, but anyway. Um, I think I would be okay with it in this in in the the wine drinking instance. Okay, good for you. <laughs> Sorry about that. Shall we just talk through by like scary Bible stuff? I mean, wasn't it? It was it was the start of our last full length edition where we talked where we wondered if we were going to go down this route. And yeah. I wondered yeah, if yeah. you were going to leave me to talk about child sacrifice. <laughs> because. Yeah. Yeah. Let's face it. As presented in many Sunday school stories, the whole thing about Abraham taking his only son up a hill. I mean, can just imagine Isaac going, uh, Dad, have you forgotten something? Um. Um, um, he did, didn't he? Like, he's like, where's yeah, the sacrifice? Yeah, and then Abraham's like, oh, God will provide one. Yeah. Like, little did Abraham know, God already had provided one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, little did Isaac know, God had already provided one. <laughs> and uh, as, as he keeps going up further up the hill, you just imagine Isaac going, uh, uh, it's still not happened yet. Uh, Dad? Dad, what's going on? Dad? <laughs> Um, so about our sacrifice, dad, 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 what have you got that knife? Um, there's a, there's the, kind of the point I guess is that he's actually put him on the altar and is a, he's like lifting the knife over him about to do it. I think so. I think so. And no. I, I totally get, you know, <clears throat> the biblical kind of teaching around that. And I'm fairly certain we're going to move on to ones that are a bit weirder. But how it's presented, yeah, in particular, yeah. you know, as a classic like, child-friendly school story. We only get little bits of that story. So, like, what what has what did Isaac say to Abraham on the way back down? <laughs> like, that that's One a thing. weird father-son moment. One thing that, you know, in my brighter moments of thinking about Genesis, one thing that does strike me is there is an element of God walking with man. So, with that in mind, 
I really like to think that after this little shindig misadventure, Isaac had some pretty good counselling from God himself to get over this and to understand and to not, you know, be completely messed up. <laughs> I mean, I've got kind of yeah, Sunday school type yeah. images in my head of, you know, knife over sun. It... I was like, you know, like what, what was the conversation between Isaac and Ishmael after that? Because... I think it's before that that um, Abraham basically sends the servant girl, at, is it Hagar, and Ishmael off into the desert, basically, go that way, um, see what happens to you. <laughs> um, go that way. I'm just like, you know, like if Isaac and Ishmael meet up after that, after this all happens, it's like, so do you remember when dad? sent me off into the desert to die yeah you won't believe this he just lifted a knife over my head and tried to kill me <laughs> okay so <clears throat> you some different weird. scary weird bible stories genesis is full of them lot let's talk there's lot. lots we, we, there's we lots about lots lot. Well, I mean, let, let's talk pillar of salt for one moment, and I'm not going to pretend that um that I have researched this particularly, and I'm not a Bible scholar. All I know is that I'm trying to get my head around this for 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 now, and I'm like, I'm fairly certain the teaching about Lot, his wife pillar of salt when we were younger it was all about trusting I mean was it really trusting God or you get turned into salt pretty much yeah that's the story really isn't it she doesn't do what the angels said to her so they turned her into a pillar of salt I mean ouch (laughs) It's, it's pretty harsh, really, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Um, but I, when when you're on the subject of Lot, there's I, there's a whole minefield there, isn't there? So those angels have come to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. They get to the city. Lot kind of welcomes them, lets them come and stay in his house, and then like the entire city turns up wanting to rape them. And yep. so Lot goes, no, don't do that. Have my two daughters instead. And he's the righteous yeah. one they found that they're going to save. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's that about? If you're a Bible teacher uh, listening to this podcast and have some mild kind of even-handed kind of teaching or advice on this matter please feel free to give us feedback to themessypew at gmail.com. Thank you. Sorry, that was very announcement voice, wasn't it? That was, you did the whole lean into the microphone thing and everything. Ah, excellent. Like, I imagine that's what um, it 
it looks like in the train station just after they press that button that does the bing bongs of the whole bing bong if you have any feedback on anything we've said please email the messy pew at gmail.com or indeed find us at messy pew on twitter or instagram thank you bing bong i'm not going to keep doing this this will get no, they do one at the end they do one at the end oh okay i yeah. see yeah so do you want any more weird scary bible oh. stories about lot or should we go on to some different ones Let's let's move on because it's just going to get darker and weird, <laughs> and I'm probably going to have to slap an explicit rating on this at the rate we're going. Yeah, so we've done child sacrifice, we've done citywide rape, we've done turning into a pillar of salt, and, and we're still in the first book of the Bible. No, we, we've turned, we, we've done listen, obey, or get turned into salt. And that's just the first, as you said, that's the first book. Yeah. And it just gets weirder at times, doesn't it? Like, so, you know, you get the stories of um, like God commanding the uh, genocide of an entire nation. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Why? I don't ask me that. I think that's a question <laughs> only God can answer. <laughs> and it's quite interesting what happens if you type in scary Bible stories into uh, Google. Yeah, that's right. There are I other did... search engines available. Indeed. But that's right. I did do some prep for this. Not a lot oh, of wow. prep. I basically typed in scary Bible stories into Google. And... You do get kind of a weird combination and I wonder if this is symptomatic of actually the Bible itself is all quite a wide range amount of texts and sometimes the teaching around it isn't yeah doesn't always take that into account I don't know yeah because yeah. because on one result i've got is stuff about lot and stuff about you know the crazy stuff if you can say that, that happened to him and his family but on the same page on the same list you've got stuff about the psalms and how they want to take kind of kids heads and yeah smash things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and I, I think the point was whoa, this is graphic stuff. This is kind of weird and scary. And, you know, red on the surface, it is. But as soon as you kind of dig under the surface a little bit and it's kind of songs and chants and prayers and it's kind of very much personal stuff as to what this guy's thinking and wanting to say. Not saying you're trying right. to say that if there was a song about smashing babies against things, it would get to number one. I knew you'd leap there. <laughs> I'm not saying that, but I can see why you did go there. Who, who do you think would sing it? 
I don't want to answer because we'll probably end up getting sued. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, anyway, let's let, let's move very crazy past past after I've just seen the next one on the list. <gasps> oh, why does it have to be kids? Oh my days. <laughs> and I think the, the last one for now, and I'm fairly certain we'll probably <sighs> keep coming back to this topic anyway, is the Christmas story. Oh, the whole King Herod. Because we, we, we gloss over moments. Yeah, we, we, we gloss <laughs> over that. You know, that's not nativity scene worthy. Yeah, Herod is like quite a key feature of the nativity story. Yeah. Yeah. But in the we have um, at home we have the beginner's bible that we read with our with our kids. Mm. And um one of my boys um just have it for quite a long time insisted on having uh, a story called the angry king which is just this story about king herod being very angry uh, and doing some horrible things um and he insisted on that every night for, for the best part of a month <laughs> i think it's because he liked the drawing of herod <laughs> <laughs> well who doesn't like the story of an angry king Yeah, and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's all about this jealousy, anger, corruption of power, and no one holding anyone accountable for their actions. Sorry, is this the Bible or uh, the no, I'm just paper? thinking just about King Herod. Okay. Yeah, and... May I don't know? Do we over sentimentalize the Bible when actually it's? I'm I'm not saying it's not a holy book at all. What I'm saying is is actually a collection of writing that looks more like the Game of Thrones meets The Witcher meets some other fantasy esque horror slash soap opera at times whilst yeah like bang mm. in the middle of it you have this crazy love story featuring a guy called jesus yeah i guess you get the whole um the bible's the the inspired word of god line of thought don't you where mm. you can't you can't question anything in the Bible because it's God breathed and that is what God has said. And but... I wonder if that gets taken too far because there's a difference between questioning it. Well, you, it, there's, there's almost that train of thought where you can't even wrestle with it. You can't even think, think it through. You can't try and work out what it means. You can't work out why. Mm. You can't yeah yeah so i once um did a a sermon at church this is going back quite a long time um that i titled the bible is overrated get over it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and the whole point is that 
I, I could have equally have called it the Bible is underrated, mm. but I wouldn't have, I, I wouldn't have got the same reaction from people and get that kind of interest in what's he going to say that um, I wanted to get about it. And what I was saying, it was that uh, so often take the Bible at face value and forget to think about it and just go, uh, you know, so like the classic one is that verse in Philippians is that I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Mm. and people forget the verse either side of it uh which is a lot less nice and fluffy um which i'm gonna have to look up because i can't remember them um because that's how good i am at the bible let's insert some um gentle just, music here just hum to yourself music zoom is still yeah to set so you've got yeah so you've got philippians it's philippians 4 Verse 13 is the one that says, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Um, but the, so if you put that into a bit more context, you get, I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I've learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it's with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Even so, you've done well to share with me in my present difficulty. Uh, it's, it's not a verse that's saying, yes, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> going actually life's going to be a little bit um but with christ you can you'll have the strength to get through it now the question is do i need to over that word or not <laughs> well as, as the editor i will let you decide that um but i'm pretty certain it's on the off gone mild list <laughs> <laughs> Right. And I, I toned it down. I was going to say something worse. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry for that editorial disaster that just happened. <laughs> uh, Andy seemed to, seems to have descended into a, a fit of giggles. We, we almost made it. We almost did so well. If I can take us back to the topic <laughs> of the nativity for one second i'm going to make a su suggestion to you okay next time we do christmas i don't know what we're going to talk um, about christmas in you know but in the next episode we do christmas yeah what about that. christmas yeah. but you know we've managed to squeeze two episodes out of the bible and that's fairly you know, people have been talking about it for like centuries. Have they? Where have you been? Mostly stuck inside for the last few centuries. <laughs> that actually feels like it. <laughs> anyway, if you've made it this far, thank you very much for tuning in, for listening. Uh, please, uh, we would love to hear from you either on Instagram, Twitter, uh, at MessyPew. We are also on Facebook as well. Email address. You can email address us at, uh, what, what are we? The MessyPew at gmail.com. Yeah, uh, that's right. Uh, please well listen, rate, subscribe to us on some good podcast providers yeah and come back next time for our very own queen speech it'll be a christmas to remember <laughs>